So I had this great idea that nobody has had in the past two days, which was to have uh, Danny LaRue, Dan Feldman, and Nate Duncan together on a podcast. Uh, What's going on, guys? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it is true that we usually do this later in the year, but I'm happy we're we're doing this earlier because I feel like it gives us a little bit more space to explore, even though the teams are probably about in the same situation as they will be in October. Yeah, you might see a few teams that maybe get a look at a guy in camp, but really you only got two weeks now. You know, back under the old system, you could actually get a, a full four weeks of camp, and then you could also get a, a couple of weeks of the regular season before that October 31st deadline. Now the deadline is as of the start of the season, although, of course, the deadline for rookie options is still October 31st. So with that in mind, if you're new to this pod, what we're going to do, I am the player agent, Dan and Danny. We've split up the NBA teams with eligible rookies between them, and we're going to see if we can negotiate some rookie extensions here that are fair. It's going to be very interesting now with the very limited market that we saw this offseason in 2018. How much is that going to affect the extensions that we see certainly in 2016 those crazy numbers affected the extensions quite a bit you saw extensions like Gorgi Jang who just really uh, ended up being not great contracts usually though extensions end up being you know a little bit of a discount Shh, actually I shouldn't say that as a player agent uh <laughs> but uh anything you guys are, are thinking here just in general before we get started you know just eyeballing it it seems like there's a lot of positions where teams just don't know exactly what they're going to be next summer whether they're going to be facing you know really a tight luxury tax crunch whether they can attract free agents with the cap space they could have and I I don't know if that's going to lead to more conservative outcomes in this but I think it might lead to some more conservative offers by me wait your it's your offers can get more conservative (laughs) (laughs) well I gotta warn you guys I I am charged up I just had like a full day of wedding planning so I am uh I am ready to go I am in the mindset that to really grind here and uh, get some good deals for my clients or tell you to go to help, uh, whichever is best. But we're going to start here. I guess the other thing you should say too, you know, we'll talk about a lot about what these players cap holds are as well, especially with a lot of these teams trying to use cap space and just a refresher of what the cap hold is. That's basically a placeholder where if you keep that on your books next summer, you're allowed to pay these guys anything up to the max. As you go further down in the draft, that cap hold decreases increases because it's a function of what your rookie salary was either uh 300% or 250% for the guys who are uh, absolutely at the highest but in most cases it's 300% of your fourth year salary and so some teams will be saying hey you know what these guys have small cap holds we don't want to waste our space by agreeing to an extension unless it's really favorable to us and one other point of clarification because people get this wrong sometimes with first round picks there are situations where a player's qualifying offer changes in value based on what's known as the starter criteria and so that's on you know games or minutes played but the cap hold is unaffected so it doesn't matter if Emmanuel Moutier only plays in five games next year or if he plays in 55 games next year his cap hold will only be affected by whether or not he signs an extension or whether or not they extend a qualifier. yeah and we're also going to keep track of all these contracts of course uh in cases where we can't reach an agreement we'll write down the team's best offer the player's best offer and uh actually we'll 
will post those for our Patreon subscribers. So without further ado, because we've had plenty already, let's get to one that I think we're all surprised here has not been done yet. Usually players of this ilk, the deal gets done close to July 1st. So uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns, why the hell haven't we gotten an extension yet? You should be willing to give me whatever I want. Well, we need to hear how committed you are to really trying this upcoming season. And that that commitment is exceedingly important to us. Alternatively, something that we need to talk about, we want to convey to you a couple of important things. One of them is we are going to pay you. So if you if we don't come to an agreement now, you have a gigantic cap hold for next year. We understand where we are. And we are, since the margin isn't that big for us, if we don't get there and you deserve it and it looks like you're going to get a big offer, we're fine throwing that max qualifying offer at the table for you if you're if you're worth it and if you're going to get an offer. So what that means for us is we're going to sign you. So you are wonderful. We expect that you are going to be worth the contract that you are going to sign, whether we do that today or we do that a year from today. But that means that if we're going to commit to that now, we don't want, we're not asking for much of a discount. We're, we're not. But what we're thinking is just starting $2 million a year less than the 25% maximum. And if you want to have a conversation about what happens, should you qualify for the designated rookie? We are happy to have that conversation as well. We expect that there's a very good chance that you'll do that. And we're thinking kind of a slight discount there, unless you're good enough to be first team All-NBA, MVP, or defensive player of the year. Hell, if you're defensive player of the year, we'll give we'll try to give you the 35% max. We'll petition the league if you get if you get defensive player of the year to do that. But well, 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 from so, our perspective, so hold on here. If you you can't start me at less than the max and then still have that clause in there. Like you have if you're gonna make me the designated player, you gotta start me right at the max. So uh, and I'm not I'll, I'll well, so then if we, if we can come to an agreement there okay uh, uh, let me let me spare you the the whole diatribe i am probably the second best rookie extension candidate that of the last like 10 years since uh, anthony davis anthony davis got the absolute maximum that he could get oh i thought i thought you were gonna say since andrew wiggins <laughs> oh yeah right that's right yeah so so well no i mean second second best this offseason behind devin booker of course an unquestionable uh, yeah so i mean devin booker he already got on july 1st basically the five-year max offer so i mean that's just fait accompli you're gonna give me that uh but anthony davis he got the four plus one which i'm gonna demand as well and he also got uh, the agreement to the rose rule criteria which he was unable to meet but he was able to get the highest possible salary so so here's my demand and by the way before i even tell you what it is this is why you need to take it i'm miserable in minnesota right now frankly tom thibodeau i mean you you saw the way these playoffs went you didn't even get me the ball you couldn't put me in a remote position to succeed i just get, kept getting double teamed i would pass it out there was no spacing the playoffs completely embarrassed me last year tom thibodeau is just on my ass all the time i hate playing for the guy uh jimmy butler who i'm already better than and is taking all my shots is on my ass all the time uh andrew wiggins who you just threw the max at because he said he would try harder and you know is even a a quality starter and he's already making the max uh, over five years so with all that i'll be honest i don't even really want to be in minnesota that much and 
So if you don't give me every single thing that I asked for, I will gladly, number one, go out on the marketplace where tons of teams will have cap space. And even if you give me that max qualifying offer, I can still get a three plus one. You remember this guy, Kevin Love, who only got three three years and then left Minnesota you had to trade him after two? It's going to be just like that. And not only am I going to do that, but I'm also going to tank the season defensively, probably get your coach fired and agitate for a trade because if you can't pay me or if you don't trade me in the first four years then i won't be eligible at a new team for a designated player veteran extension when i have seven or eight years or i'm sorry eight or nine years of experience and i really want that so if you guys aren't willing to just show me that you know tom thibodeau is great jimmy butler is great andrew wiggins is great but no we're gonna make the maximum possible contractual commitment to you in terms of money in terms of a player option then i'm just not gonna sign it did you just threaten not to give full effort because that's not what we're looking looking to hear right here uh well all right well so, so, so why don't you we, just trade we, me them? we respect we respect your opinion well because you you have we we think that there's value there we'll listen if other teams want to make us an offer if they bull us over we'll do that i mean we're we are not beholden to having a player but we're, we're going to need to get value back but let's get to, let's get to the mean potatoes here now we understand what where you're coming from and here's here's our counter proposal if you are first team second team or the aforementioned mvp or defensive player of the year we will give you the full 35 percent. the full if you 30, are third team yeah. 30 sorry 30 for 30 yeah. percent. I, I apologize if you get third team nba so that means you still qualify then we will give you 33 percent yes. or sorry 28 percent. 28 percent. so it's a two percent downgrade you got basically you got in you're still getting three percent more than you would have if you didn't get third team which is which is an accomplishment to be sure it's what you did this year so you're not exceeding the standard that you have already set so that is just a slight 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 possibility and we think you're going to be better than that like we think this is a distinction without a difference but it gives us a little bit of protection so that in case you don't grow or in case you get frustrated and don't put out maximum effort that you don't get the whole thing but at that point you'd still be tradable we still think you're a very talented player so that is that is basically giving you everything you want but allowing us to save a little bit of face and you're still getting paid more you know you're getting paid more than Andrew Wiggins he didn't qualify for this we think you're going to so this shouldn't this should be you're not it shouldn't concern you because you're going to be better than it but it gives us a little bit of an out just in case you're below the standard that you have set for yourself and that we hold you well i understand that but you're gonna have to give me the player option as well the 28 percent if i make third team all nba oh don't forget defensive player of the year by the way uh tom oh you're getting the full 30 if you get that <laughs> yeah that's actually that, that's not bad i like that uh but you're gonna have to give me the player option though that's that's what i, I will at least forgo a trade bonus but uh the player option i mean that's just the standard like that's worse players than me at this point in time have gotten that paul george anthony davis there have been a lot of guys who've gotten max extension who have gotten that player option so uh, if i can't get that player option i don't care how much you pay me i'm not signing but if you give me the player option under those uh stipulations that you just made uh you got yourself a deal but no deal unless we get a player option we'll do it i don't want to but it, it makes sense you could you could make an offer you could get an offer on the market next year that's still that's still better so we're, we're we're fine with it we don't want to do it but we, we don't have enough leverage to to do better with you all right so that is a five year for four plus one max for carl anthony towns that is projected on next year's 108 million dollar cap to be if he meets the criteria that were discussed that would be 30 percent of the seller cap he started 32.7 million and it would be 189.7 million over five years with that that player option the 28 percent that would be 
about 30 million or so to start with uh and round about maybe 175 million or so eyeballing it uh if he gets the the 28 percent and then obviously you're not eligible to get more than 25 percent if you don't make all nba or uh defensive player of the year so that deal would be five years 158 million same as uh devin booker got so I, i'm glad we we're able to reach an agreement uh i would assume that uh you might have had to go over uh gm thim thabado's head uh to get that with glenn taylor but i'm, I'm glad we're there uh dan you got any commentary on that at all from the peanut gallery i mean i think the timberwolves did well to get any concession i think carl i think towns is lined up to get whatever he wants this is a very small concession uh, but it could help set a tone down the road when they're trying to negotiate with other players that hey even carl anthony towns didn't get everything he could have got okay let's uh let's move to one that's uh a lot less of a no-brainer here giangelo russell picks second overall now a brooklyn net 21 million dollar cap hold for next season uh nets uh what do you got for me you gave up a lot of money you took on a uh, you gave up some assets brooke lopez the pick that became kyle kuzma you took on the bad money of three years of timofey mozgov to get me surely uh, you must be willing to make a long-term commitment to me kind of a weird play bringing up all the reasons we should be disappointed (laughs) in in you right before this negotiation i mean god just make us feel terrible about what we ended up with Uh, you're okay and internally we're kind of thinking like it'd be great if you took that leap forward this season and could become that that franchise player that we traded for a potential franchise player but that just doesn't seem likely we have this cap space we're lining up like maybe we could do something exciting take a leap forward we are in this great market maybe free agents especially Kyrie Irving would be interested so internally we're thinking we're probably not going to offer you anything you'd be interested in but we're going to talk and so what our initial offer would be is four years 32 million that is far surpassing the production you have shown in the nba so far far surpassing but we believe you'll get better and could play up to that contract yeah, it, it sounds like we're not even in the same ballpark here, unfortunately. I mean, it, it would have to be, you know, in the $17 million a year type of range to even really get me thinking as as the number two uh, overall pick. I mean, that would still give you, you know, at $17 a year, could probably start in the mid-14. So you still get, you, you get me under contract, but you still get a $7 million reduction off of my cap hold. But even that, uh, my client thinks he's a, a future star in the making and just has been held back by uh, his situation and his health. So, uh, yeah, I, I assume you're not even willing to counter at that point, Nets. Yeah, I mean, our, our best we could do is 436, but we understand where you're coming from and we hope you earn that next season and, you know, we'd be happy to pay you when you do. Yeah, so that's one that didn't really make sense uh, at all, although we can uh, mark mark those down uh, as uh, offers that are incredibly far apart. Number three, Jill Okafor, uh, no longer eligible. He had his third year, or I'm sorry, fourth year rookie option declined, just joined the New Orleans Pelicans. So Chris Tapps Porzingis now. Uh, this is going to be Dan as well uh, with the Knicks. $17 million cap hold uh, for Porzingis and New York. Uh, you know, I'm coming off the tour in ACL here, but you know, I'm your biggest young prospect. I'm the reason why fans come to the games. You want to get me under contract for when you're trying to recruit free agents this summer. I can help in that regard as well. If I'm a restricted free agent while you're trying to recruit free agents, you know, that's not going to look good. I can't help with that if I'm not under contract either. Uh, so what are you willing to offer, Nick? I mean, I clearly, my production is 
it was no-brainer max after uh you know until the injury so we are i'm glad to hear that we're clearly on the same page because we want to be able to get free agents too we know you need more help than you've gotten we've got this new regime and we're going to give you help the issue is because of your cap hold if we give you the max now we automatically boom lose 10 more than 10 million dollars in cap space to start next summer and that's going to be a problem with getting you free agents so what we'd like to do is wait until next summer when we can give you a five-year contract when we can't do a five-year contract right now because that would have to be the full max we, we just can't give a five-year full max contract to somebody who's still injured like you are we just can't we can pay you a lot of money over four years but we want to keep you long term we want to keep you five years so we want to do it next summer and we want to take advantage of your low cap hold we will also promise you this that next summer if you are eligible for the designated player we will give you the full 30 percent any way you become eligible that is totally reasonable i would be at least interested in exploring what might be possible if we were going to do something that started a little below the max you know the max is about 27 million my cap hold is 17 so that's where you get that 10 million in extra cap space but what if we were to start at four million dollars below the max somewhat similar concept to what Giannis Antetokounmpo did somewhat similar concept to what Rudy Gobert did so if we started at 23 million per season over four years that would be a four-year 103 million dollar contract it would cost you six million dollars worth uh, not even that much but 5.5 million in cap space but going forward you would have more room and, and I could get some security I acknowledge that coming off the injury that's important to me uh and I would even eschew any player options there as well so four years 103 million that would start at exactly 23 million dollars I am glad to hear once again that we are on the exact same page can't you hear us just really building trust this is wonderful we were also thinking about Rudy Gobert as a comp he signed a four-year 94 million dollar contract and for that reason you know he's a star you're a star uh we thought we would offer you that exact same deal four years 94 million well the only difference though is that we're a couple years later you know the cap that year was 94 million and now it's going to be 108 so that's how uh, using him as the comp that's how i got up to the 23 million it's pretty much the same percentage of the salary cap but really it would be less when you're you're talking about that uh, right now and i've accomplished a lot more than rudy gobert has it at this point in my career uh internally thinking because we definitely want to be on the same page building trust with with chris stops uh chris stops Porzingis has not accomplished a lot more than rico barriers are uh you know if we wanted to, you want to do a more recent comparison i think this is more recent maybe it's not maybe it was the same draft uh steven adams signed for four years 100 million and you know maybe maybe we could do that maybe we could do four years 100 million if you want that security now if you don't want to wait till next well i think if you're going to do that it would need to be a three plus one then so if i'm going to be trapped under market uh uh, it would need to be a three plus one and then uh i would be willing to do it just so that if i do get back to the player that we both believe that i can be you know i can get out and you know you would ha- have the ability oh actually no that's not true you would not have the ability to offer me the designated player veteran inception at that point uh extension i should say at that point so uh but still i think the the three plus one would be what i would need if we're going to go that low or i'll do the straight four years uh what did you just say you offered four years 100 million yes. oh that's pretty close to what i just said so i mean why don't you just uh, bump it up to 103 and then we're there for for four years oh because we did write down four 100 as our best <laughs> offer we're going to make right now <laughs> 
<sighs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, uh, how good is is really the vision of Scott Perry or, or, or Steve Mills? I mean, just like take your glasses off, take your contacts out. That zero looks kind of like a three anyway. <laughs> so wait, so you want it to be 133? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 103. Yeah, 103. Yeah. Four years, 103. I mean, that's, that's really not that different. But I did write down four 100. It's like the very most. It's, I don't know. It's, S- it's Since when have the when... Knicks done any work in advance? Oh, wait, it's not Phil <laughs> Jackson anymore. Sorry. Yeah, we are hardworking now. We might not be quite on top of everything. Well, but we are l- hardworking. L- here, here's a good way to do it. Let's do, you know, especially because, I mean, I guess this year I'm, I'm going to miss half of the season, right? So we should be able to craft something where we put in some incentives for next year that would be unlikely but easily achievable if I have even a remotely healthy season. You know, something even along the lines of like, you know, 55 games played or something like that to, and, and you know, do $750,000 per season of that. And then we, that gets us to the, the $103 million. How about that? Yeah, I think we're, uh, I think we're getting pretty close. I think we're going to find something here. <laughs> this is great so radio here. <laughs> So, so that that'd be about total about three million. It'd be three exactly, million yeah. in extent, and yeah. Uh, let's make it an even million per year in incentives and make it at uh, sixty games. I think fifty-five and, should be it. I mean, there, there's uh, that's sixty is like, eh, that's like right on the borderline. It's hard. It's much harder to play a full season these days. You got especially, and I just I don't want to run into any issues where it's like, oh, I'm like I I'm pushing myself to play when maybe I should. Uh, so that's why I think just having okay. that number be a little bit lower would be a good way for us both to be more comfortable than to have any awkwardness you know with planned rest and stuff you know if you miss so that'll... 15 games a year due to injury and now you're trying to rest now you can't you know okay that seems fair and so the spread will be 99 million to 103 million based on those 4 million of, of uh, outstanding all right i mean it's that's tough for porzingis i mean certainly he would love to view himself as a max player but you also see what happened to jabari parker uh, this year uh, and just to get that 100 million to be in new york you know the new regime is better dave fizdale went to latvia uh to work with me and there is a precedent you know Giannis, rudy gobert uh for uh, agents will curse their names for not taking the absolute most that they could get but those are comparables now unfortunately and so uh and so i think the knicks can feel good about that you know they only really cost themselves so that is going to start basically because the incentives won't count for next year they'll be considered unlikely in terms of the cap space derby so that would start at 22.1 million for next year so you're losing about four and a half million in cap space and and that's not the end of the world they uh, if they really need to they can do some stretching to fit some guys in uh if as we all know the best players are going to want to come to new york so i i still like that contract for the knicks but i i do maybe in hindsight as i think it through more you know the knicks are because it came out that they're going to stretch joe kim noah they are clearly very concerned about their cap space next summer and maybe not quite as much in those future years where you'd get some savings with Porzingis so maybe this doesn't quite align I still think it's worth it but just something for thought yeah and I think also just getting him you know the four years as well straight I think is good get getting him to the point where you can offer the designated player veteran extension uh, for sure instead of having him be able to opt out earlier is important and Porzingis he had he's not only has he had the ACL he's had some other injuries as well uh Danny I know you had to be quiet for a while What, what do you make of this one once Nate got 
got on the idea of these unlikely bonuses, I thought you guys were going to get your full like Andy Ellsberg on and go with something hilarious like 40 games, have it be like half guaranteed or something like that or uh, something crazy like that where you could actually get it below the cap hold. Well, well, yeah, and I mean, then, the, the most you could do would work be the, 15% of, of the contract. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, what I was thinking is if you, if, so if one of three is the map, I was actually trying to work it out in my head of like 85% of 103 and like how, how far could you push it? Because you could actually get, it could, it could be pretty interesting if you pushed it down, like if he was willing to take a contract in this general structure. Yeah. And it, well, obviously then it would be four years, 85 or 86 million in that case. But yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting structure. I mean, we, ACL injuries have gotten to the point now where I think they don't have the sticker shock that they used to, but Kristaps Porzingis is a giant and it is a little bit different for a seven foot three guy. And so I could see him viewing that a little bit differently, but I agree with what Dan said that it seems to me, and I've been working on some stuff on this, that the heat, sorry, I was thinking about Ellsberg, the heat, that the Knicks are in a very specific frame of mind, meaning 2019. And so they might be less incentivized, but I think this is the type of deal that if this is where it got to, that they would be, that they should be willing to take. All right, Danny, that's a really interesting idea about the the games played, especially because Porzingis is going to miss so many. They could, you know, in the real extension, they could make that a very low number, have it unlikely, and uh, preserve a lot of cap. Yeah, although of course, part of the reason you want a guaranteed contract is so if you miss games, you still get paid. So, uh, right, yeah, like, but that's what the sticking point would probably be is Porzingis. Uh, I mean, the Knicks could say, "Hey, we're we're gonna let you take your time this season to get healthy, make it like twenty five. Right. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So we'll be back uh, after this quick word. Got to get to Willie Cauley Stein. I, I have this incredible ability to like do a read like right before somebody's like completely uninteresting. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll be back right after this. So you won't have to pay anywhere near the prices these teams are in these extensions for a Burrow couch, but you do owe it to yourself to experience Burrow's comfort and quality. You know, the name Burrow makes perfect sense. You want to burrow into that couch. You want to binge watch with no NBA. You, you want to sit there for five straight hours on a Wednesday night watching a doubleheader in a great couch. And Burrow is different from other couches because they ship to your door fast and free. You can customize them by selecting the color, the size, the armrest height, the leg color. It's a beautiful mid-century style. Even comes with a built-in USB charger because you know you got home after your day at the office. You want to be checking Twitter while you're watching the game and all of a sudden you realize that your phone's almost dead. You left your charger upstairs. You don't want to get up. Well, Burrow has a built-in USB charger to help you out. And you can enjoy 30 days on your Burrow couch risk-free. Or you can try it out at one of their partner showrooms as well. The way to get started with them and customize your own Burrow is burrow.com slash capspace. These remember slash capspace. Been talking about it all program here. That URL will get you $75 off your purchase. Once again, burrow.com slash capspace. Go customize your own Burrow and get $75 off your order. Burrow makes a luxury couch for real life. And don't forget that slash capspace URL. Let them know that you can from us all right so let's get to that number six overall pick mario hazonia of course actually now a nick had his third year option declined so now ineligible or i'm sorry fourth year option declined so ineligible for an extension Cauley stein 14 million dollar cap hold with the kings you've also uh you know i'm not really that inclined to deal because it seems like you've drafted some guys behind me who who now seem to be the apples 
of your eye but uh kings what do you got for me here not a lot our challenge we have a lot of cap space but we just and you you could place blame however you want here it doesn't really matter at this point we're not totally confident in where you fit into the imminent but still upcoming great kings teams and we have a lot of different options at the big man positions even beyond all the veterans that we've signed just in terms of guys like small forward marvin bagley and scal Papianis is sadly not not with us anymore so we because of that circumstance even though we have a lot of flexibility we would want to get you on a deal that we think is unambiguously bargained so here is the here is what we're going to offer you and and we're, we're totally fine with you saying no to this we would offer you four million dollars a year for up to three years if you want to just do it for one year just to lock in a little bit of risk mitigation from your standpoint we are willing to do that but if you want it to be two or three years we can go beyond that we're, it's just too far in the future we don't know what we're gonna do and we will not go higher than that number but if you want four million dollars as a contract for us we will give it to you yeah now this is one of those ones where if i were advising willie collie stein i might actually seriously consider taking this just how bad we've seen the center market be at this point although it's it's still hard to see how that's going to shake out and i think collie stein also there's a thought that he could be more effective somewhere else a team that had a little more stretch around him a team that switched a little bit more you know the few times that, that he's had the chance to do that i think he's looked pretty good so yeah four million a year is not going to cut it you know i wouldn't have been unreasonable you know if we if you got into eight or nine million i and again i it would actually surprise me even though i mean just the anchoring of being the number six pick is so much you know that i i would be very surprised if he took that uh but i mean you look at yusuf nurkic you know he got basically 10 million a year guaranteed right so and he's been an established starter on a, a good team for a couple of years here now granted that was a really bad market uh but yeah so eight or nine million a year i might have been willing to consider but i i fear we're too far apart here i don't fear it but i agree with you <laughs> Emmanuel Moutier with the Knicks. Uh, what do you got for me here? Any Anything at all? Yeah, I want to introduce a, a, an idea I had, and you might hear this from a couple of my players, for a couple of my players. Uh, what about, like, are you sure you're going to be in the NBA next year? Maybe, maybe not. What if right now we offered you a guaranteed minimum contract for next year and uh, unguaranteed minimum for the following <sighs> Yeah, I mean, there's just no way you can take that. And just from the the team perspective, Uh, especially because as as the number seven overall pick, you know, I've already probably made about 20 million bucks in my career uh, and maybe a little bit less than that, probably more like 15, but still enough where it's like, all right, an extra million bucks doesn't really do that much for me. And just the chance of being able to go somewhere else if I'm not in your plans or if I have a good year cashing in a little bit. I mean, I still, you know, it's not like I'm not going to be like right at the top of this Knicks point guard derby this year like i could start this year and so if i'm able to do that all year or at least part of the year maybe it'll be trey burke who knows but yeah so so that's a, a i appreciate the uh the gesture but no i mean that's not something i'd be interested in i mean it, there's there's really there's no way really i think that anyone would ever sign an extension in this situation like this when if you're not at least getting like just solid backup money i mean otherwise i mean there's nobody in the league who sees themselves as being like worse than a solid backup so uh you may be right uh taking my agent hat off here uh but yeah i mean it's, it's just if i was someone who'd been making the minimum my whole career then maybe that would have more appeal but it, at this point i have enough money it's better to just take the risk reward especially just because and this is something that players deal with a lot is that once you take the minimum you just become stigmatized as a minimum player and that you know that's never a good thing so uh thank you for the offer but i will decline. well and and something else here is that moutier has the confidence that the knicks are if he's unless he's really awesome are going to decline his qualifying 
offer because they have to clear all this money. So he can know basically if I'm good enough to get a minimum contract, I can choose my destination as opposed to being beholden. To yeah. And he very easily could meet the starter criteria, in which case his qualifying offer is going to be pretty high as well. So yeah, I mean, they, they don't really have the hammer of restricted free agency. And you know what? If he plays well enough that they want to make him restricted, then uh, that's good. He's going to get a lot more than the minimum. Anyway. Uh, so, so let's move on here. Just, yes. just, just real quick, just one more thought on this concept of the minimum. Uh, for a team, yes, the fourth year minimum is higher than the rookie minimum for cap hold. As long as you're going to probably dip down under 12 players anyway, even if the player doesn't pan out, it's not that much of a cost if you have to cut them later. Yeah, uh, too bad no one will ever, ever take it. But it's great in theory. Uh, Stanley Johnson, Detroit Pistons, drafted number eight, $11 million cap hold this season. Probably going to start at the three this year, or at least be in the mix uh, to do that. You know, I, I will acknowledge that I haven't really shown to be a starter but you know there is some record uh, of guys getting extensions you know i mean i think i'm at a better place right now and have more potential than someone like jeremy lamb who got three years 21 million uh, from the hornets and that was in it you know with a lower cap a couple of years ago so you know how about something in like the low teens and that's something that i still have the physical talent to grow to remember i was only seven or i'm only 18 when i was drafted you know my first thought was low teens over four years wow yeah uh, and then I realized what you meant. You were probably closer than how I initially interpreted it. Uh, we would do four years, 30 million. That's far more than what you have produced so far. Far more, similar to D'Angelo Russell. And, you know, we think you can grow into that. We like your work ethic. But, you know, at this point, we just, you know, we're up against the luxury tax. We really can't do more than that right now. Could we do a three plus one at that number? It's just, it's so hard to go to my client and say, hey, you know what? You're locked in for four more years at, at this type of money you know as an agent i mean you gotta there's gotta be some upside to pitch my client and i mean yeah being drafted number eight again you know you've got that anchoring there's a realization that he hasn't accomplished that much uh but there's got to just be something where it could be like hey you can get back on the market if you blow up you'd be good because that's how agents get fired is to lock guys into below market contract even more so than turning down guaranteed money that you shouldn't turn down yeah you know what we we would do that all right i will i will sign up for that uh, actually uh wow and, and again this is one that in real life maybe doesn't happen but given how little he's accomplished and the fact that he could just be totally washed out of the league i mean to get 30 million in guaranteed money and that player option is really what what saves it saves a little bit of face at least um and you know this is one that'll never happen just because of the anchoring of him being the number eight pick uh and still being on the team that drafted him as well though it is a new regime but uh you know I, I, so I, this one might be a little unrealistic you know maybe 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 if you got to 40 million, that would be a little more realistic, but you, you weren't going to go there. I know you weren't going to go there as, uh, you know, someone who has uh, been with the Pistons organization a very long time. Uh, so uh, this is one that I did because I think it was a good deal, but I don't know if it would actually happen. What do you- well, yeah, that's along the lines of what I was thinking with this is this is the type of deal that more guys should sign, but they don't for a lot of different reasons. So I'm happy you guys did it. I, I think it's a good thing to have out there, but I, th- I have the same reservations in terms of anchoring and, and negotiation tactics and everything. It seems like this is the type of thing that a player would kick themselves for not signing after the fact, but I'm it's good to have it out there. Yeah, the Pistons not in a position to use cap space next summer. They are looking at tax concerns over the next few years. Uh, so this is this is one that could maybe bite them if Johnson can't play. I mean, was there a part of you, Danny, that was thinking like, what the hell are the Pistons doing offering even this much? I thought Dan's original offer was going to come in a lot lower. I thought he was going to be like three years, like 20 million 
million or something like that and then would maybe get up into this range but no i mean think about the value of wings i mean joe harris just got eight million a year and i like joe harris he can shoot which is a benefit but i mean stanley johnson has more physical potential at the bare minimum so frank kaminsky uh, uh michael jordan have you speaking speaking of physical potential have have i <laughs> did you happen to know that i'm a white american player who spent uh four years in college and that think of all those draft picks that you turned down uh from the celtics the celtics offered no less than 97 future draft picks uh, to get me uh, or i'm sorry to to move into my slot i should say not to get me and uh you turn them down and so you obviously must really believe in me uh, and my potential and just you know think how young i am and how much room i i have to improve still uh, what is your offer Hornets? well think back to that wonderful collection of caucasian american born players that we have and how many of those guys got second contracts with this team we also are unsure really of what your role is on this team moving forward and we actually like the idea of restricted free agency with you just because if you earn it we would have the ability to match we don't know where it's going to go so we would offer you something similar to i don't know if you i don't know if you talk with willie collie stein but something more in the four to five million range for a couple of years we would be willing to do that because basically that's paying you backup money which is what we see you at right now if you want to take that we'll have you for it but if you want more than that you can try your luck next year Oof. I mean, that's really like this. This year's market has really skewed things. I mean, that's really like fourth or maybe even like fifth big money, right? Uh, no, it is. We're being generous. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and this is another one where if Nate Duncan were Frank Kaminsky's agent, I would take this. I don't think he's going to get that much on the open market and restricted free agency next year, but it's something that's not realistic for most agents to, to take, even though I would be very surprised if he gets more than $10 million guaranteed uh but you know it could be a different market you could it could be silly season again i mean jason smith got you know three years 15 million in 2016 but yeah no agreement there uh you know it probably would have been seven seven million a year type of range it would have it would have been where i would have to think about even though you know frankly i think he's a much worse player even than stanley johnson but also the only the two years was kind of rough there let's move on now to the number 10 overall pick it's a really interesting one justice winslow another player who the you turned down that celtics treasure trove of picks i'm one of the best young defenders at my position started to shoot the ball a little bit better last year my ball handling has improved now that i'm finally healthy i'm poised for a big year what do you got for me miami you know uh stanley johnson similar player to you a similar position drafted ahead of you just signed an extension for four years 30 million really setting the market and so uh you know you're drafted behind him but we'd still offer you that same amount yeah you're gonna have to do a lot better the advanced stats i actually have been a positive player especially defensively johnson really has been a nightmare by those i mean that seven million a year that's what you give a player who just really has shown nothing except still the physical potential that got him drafted so uh, i mean I, I still think i'm a, a future starter i've been buried on this team that has a lot of depth got a lot of defensive versatility i'd be awesome in a switching system my three-pointer is starting to come around so i mean you're really gonna have to get quite up into the teams i mean i, I was thinking 
you know, just because of some of the injuries I've had, I'd be willing to do 15 million a year, especially with the cap. I mean, think of it by the end of this deal, you know, the cap's going up 7 million per year. If we do four years, you know, you're going to be at the cap at over 130 million by the end of this deal. And so, you know, even if it's 15 million a year, that's like, you know, that's not even starter money at that point. Yeah. I mean, you haven't proven to be a, a starter yet and we're still going to have all this depth, right? I mean, we can... Eh, not forever. I just don't know. Well, sure. But but until you can prove for the time you're going to be able to prove yourself before free agency. I'll just give you our best offer. Maybe it's not going to be enough for you. And if you outplay this and are worth more than restricted free agency, we'll be happy to bring you back. But our best offer now is four years, 40 million. Yeah, I mean, I think a pretty comparable player to me is Michael Kidd Gilchrist. And years ago, he got 13 million a year for four years. So if you can't get to there, you know, I, I don't think that we're going to be able to make a deal. And that was in a much smaller cap too. Yeah, but that was also right before the cap was about to escalate. And, you know, there were going to be so many old contracts locked in the books. There'd be so much money flowing around yeah. that spending a little extra on Kid Gilchrist wasn't a problem. Well, actually, it probably actually did become a problem. <laughs> for, for the <laughs> uh, True. So I realize you're not going to be in the cap space derby probably next season. What if we did something starting though, right at my cap hold, which is 10.4, but then the maximum 8% raises and we could work in some of those uh, likely but unlikely incentives that uh that andy ellsberg so enjoys we, we could find a way uh you know maybe base some incentives on three-point shooting uh you know that that could make it worth as much as four years 52 million but if i don't develop you know it ends up being closer to four years 40 million yeah i do like the idea of doing something around your your three-point shooting as, as far as cap space i don't think it's going to matter much next year or anything like that but in terms of the most important part of your game yeah we could um i think that's a very interesting idea no it wouldn't all be that right i mean we could work in some other stuff around like you know defensive rating when i'm on the floor some stuff that also plays to my strengths as well uh well you're i mean our our max offer was going to be 440 so this would just be on top of it so i'd I'd rather keep it to just three point shooting well but if i if i meet some of these other you, you might have to just pay a little bit more than what you thought your max offer was going to be i mean it, it's just well, but i'm four for 40 is a is a tough sell I, i'll say this i'd have to those other benchmarks would have to be like all defensive teams I and mean, we were very big believers in your defense that's why we're paying you so for you to you know want some incentives where you go above that then it's got to be a very high bar we already believe that our defense is going to be strong with you on court well maybe you should pay me more than <laughs> I, I mean there, there about- just are not that many wings around the league who can almost guard you know one through four if not one through five at this point i mean you're and you can get i mean i I feel bad even going considering going this low so i mean i i think really what it would have to be is you know half incentives related to three-point shooting you know call it 34 percent three-point shooting something that's like acceptable uh and then the other half something that is like reasonably likely that i would achieve and and, and even that again is a tough so i feel badly for even going this low because you know that there are going to be teams that are love the advanced stats on Justice Winslow. I mean, you know, look at someone like Andre Robertson, for example, and the contract that he got. Yeah, what's Andre Robertson making? Great example. Let's do let's do four years, forty million as the base, and you, that's the uh, you know the same average annual salary as Robertson. And we'll do fifteen full fifteen percent incentives every year, and you have to make uh, you have to attempt at least two three pointers a game and make at least thirty five. Say that again, please. So the so it'd be four years, forty million 
base salary plus 15% incentives each year based on attempting two three-pointers per game and making at least 35% of them. You have to hit both to get the incentive. As a point of reference, 15% of $40 million is $6 million. So this would have $6 million in unlikely incentives. Yeah, I mean, that, that may not be quite enough upside there. I mean, I think we need to get to $52 million ultimately uh, with the incentives. And so that that would be, what would that be as a base? That would be $45.2 million as a base. What else you got to spend your money on? I did write that. I, I could blow up this year and you could end up having to pay me like twenty could. next year. I'm aware. Um, All right, let's do, so what, what did you say the base would have to uh, be on Four that? years, $45 million. All right, I'll meet you in the middle. We'll do $42 million, which would allow six. 6.3 million of incentive all right well as long as the agent gets to report it in the media right when it breaks yes absolutely four years 48 million <laughs> round up it's 48.3 round that up to 50 <laughs> nearest 10 million right all right the, uh, that's a deal uh, i i still don't i'm not sure that winslow would take that or he might uh, again want some sort of a player option there as well but there's also the other thing that plays in here is his injury history especially with that shoulder and just the possibility that he never develops i mean i i think this is a pretty good deal for Miami. You know, this is a you know a Josh Richardson esque type of deal. I, I put in that two three pointers a game thing initially, thinking like I don't want him to just get at to thirty five percent and just not shoot threes anymore. Uh, but then I'm kind of worried like if he needs to start chucking them, <laughs> pouring some out for Mo Harkless. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. This is uh, hopefully there won't be two more of the uh, too many more of these. Oh, we're gonna haggle for fifteen minutes over the incentives. That's <laughs> that is not not great radio at all uh let's go with miles turner here uh, with the pacers now this is an interesting one the pacers looking to use cap space next summer they've preserved a lot of flexibility turner 10 million dollar cap hold but also someone who if he blows up could be in position to command a max offer sheet but uh, you know i i realize i'm not in that position right now pacers but if you can't give me an average of over 20 million per season uh i'm not really interested well we're not planning on coming close to that for a couple reasons one being we built this entire 2018 offseason around spending in 2019 if we had gone through this differently then we would have been more open to paying you now as opposed and and you know shouldering some of that risk but you have you're one of the first guys in this you know going through it in order where we expect you to make a lot more than that and that difference really does matter to us so we were thinking more i mean yusuf nurkic is only a year and a half older than you he's i I don't even want to hear what you're saying anymore you don't even put get get his name out of your if you're going to try and use any comparable contracts from 2018 you're just not getting anywhere like it's going to be a totally different market clint capella caved in like a wuss he killed the market for centers nurkic's agent caved in they should have taken the qualifying offer done us all all a favor you know just your 2018 comparables i'm just not interested in hearing it so four years 80 million is my final offer that would start at 17.9 million. So it doesn't cost you too much space. I mean, this, this is Indiana. I mean, you, you're still going to have plenty of space to work with. You got 52 million right now. Uh, so 45 million will probably still be enough uh, in Indiana. And, and you can lock me in for pretty good here. I, I will admit privately that I'm a little bit scared of the, uh, the potential here, but as a three point shooting shot blocking monster, by the way, do you happen to notice that uh, I've really, 
slimmed down and and uh there's a great article about that in uh in the yeah that, that's really going to help your d de- that's really going to help your defensive rebounding miles we're, we're we're super excited about the slimmer miles turner being being well more, more energy bit. but so more, more uh mobility we'll see hey if you so so we understand where you're coming from here how about we meet a little bit in the middle so you said four years but 80 you, if we i already am meeting seven, you in the middle so i, I no I, you're not you're not me you're not me you you said a number and then you move down from that number there has been no middle set so if instead instead of starting at 80 with start at 78 but then what we want to do is we want to put 10 percent on on incentives and we can go with a mix of likely and unlikely there but basically that the idea would be that 10 percent. so on that's about eight million in money and so that way it gives us a little bit of protection in case you're not the player that we hoped you were but that that basic picture is there so you're still you could still report it as pretty dang close to 480 because that's where you're getting at it but we we won't go that far unless you are going to be an awesome player we're thinking more in the 475 range but i think we can do that through incentive well so 475 guaranteed and another 5 million in incentives no we're thinking 472 guaranteed but that next 3 million can be in like can be in likely incentives and then the other three can be unlikely let's call it like defensive rebounding or something else so we'll do but we can just say generally like we can accept that it'll be bars that we expect you to get for 3 million and then 3 million for things that we don't expect well I happened to listen to this podcast where these guys, Nate Duncan and Danny LaRue, were talking about Clint Capella's ridiculous decision to take such a a small offer. But then we realized that these teams that have cap space next year may not really, there's not that many of them that actually are going to need centers. And that's even if I play well. So ultimately, especially being able to get my money early, I'm probably going to have to grin and bear it and and take this offer. Even though, again, you know, I'm not sure whether this would be realistic not but you know and i curse the name of yusuf nurkic but he got offered 65 million last year didn't take it and then ended up with 40 million so i you know i don't want to be stuck in that situation as a restricted free agent i'm a little cowed there the center market right now is not great so I think I'm just going to have to grip my teeth and take this and get that life-changing money. I was only the number 11 pick. Haven't made that much in my career yet. Got to just do it. So what is that again in total? So uh, 472 is the base. Then it would be 75 if you count in the likely bonuses and then all the way up to 78 if he gets everything. Okay, so that would start him at $16.7 million cap figure for next year. So that's about 6 million bucks off the cap space they have. So that's not a killer. And and that's that's about as far as... I was going to go is you know that that amount doesn't seem like it makes a big difference to the Pacers man that is like Biombo money here that is that is rich all right let's uh move on here Trey Lyles with the Denver Nuggets uh picked 12th overall was in the Donovan Mitchell trade uh, stretch power forward actually had a, an underrated year uh, last year uh, Nuggets uh, are, are you in a position to make an extension offer for us yeah we will offer you four years 26 million uh you know we we are just kind of squeezed a little bit because we don't know what Paul Millsap is going to be, whether he's going to be worth that 30 million team option next year, exactly what we're going to have at power forward. But if you want that guarantee of four years, 26 million right now, we'll do it. Well, I think I've provided more than uh, Stanley Johnson. I mean, I, I think this is one where I probably would only really want to do three years. Maybe you're not going to give me the player option, but uh, again, locking in for a fourth year seems kind of rough there uh, if I do really start to play well. So what about three years, 27 million? Yeah, see, that's just, that won't work for us. Um, I, mean, I, I'm gonna, I could be your starter. Asking, I could be your starter after next year. You, and if not, you I could, I'm uh, versatile and, enough to move to a 
eventual. You could be. And that's kind of why, for the most part, we want to kick the can down the road. Because if you're not our starter, we if it's shaping up that way, this is kind of internal thoughts that maybe we'll trade you. Go like, maybe we just couldn't afford you if you're, if you're not going to be our starter. So we don't want to pay you based on anything anywhere near starter money. Uh, just because we don't know. We still have a luxury tax crunch next summer. We don't know what Paul Millsap's going to be. And so, yeah, we could do a the idea of a 426 over three years would be about three years uh just over 24 million so we'll just chop off that fourth year three years 24 million right (laughs) you said it offer accepted you can't withdraw it now (laughs) offer an acceptance That is hey, it right. wouldn't be the first time the Nuggets made a, a, a little math error with the cap. <laughs> Kenneth Fareed would still would still be on the fifth year of a five-year, $60 million contract if it hadn't been for that. So or, that or, or would still have two years left, 18... I should say. <laughs> that was three years, $18.8 million. Excuse I, me. I, I, I accepted. You, your word Your word now means nothing, Tim Connolly. If you, if you, you made me the <laughs> offer and I accepted, you're not going to be able to, t- to roll this back. Good thing we're talking this out there's no paper trail nobody will believe you hey, or, an, an oral an oral contract agreement <laughs> I, i've got the text message from you me, right here this is me trying to use the danny salary calculator and struggling three years 18.8 million dollars is our offer. I, no I, there's no offer i accept it wait wait, wait we had a deal except it <laughs> But seriously though, you, you, I'm uh, if that actually happened in real life, like you would have to just stick with it. Like there's no way you could walk that back as as a team. But uh, I I, well, I, I I will give you the I, allowance well, for on. your math error here. But I, I said we would do the first three years of what would be 426. Yeah, he just he 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 just got he said I, I'm I, well I think aware of that would happens. be within the I, realm. I'm, I'm well aware of what happened. <laughs> uh, but you know, last time I try and do any math on this show, I'm just going to explain roughly what it is. You guys calculate and tell me what. <laughs> actually is uh all right well so uh, the first three years of a 26 milk for your 26 you tell me what that is and we would well I, i'll tell you what that that's that would be in the um let's say 320 yeah, I, I, I think that's all right you know what i i will take that even though again trey lyles especially knowing his personality would never take that but i i will take it who is this assistant gm who just offered a, an extra million too <laughs> it it's not it's 19.5 dan I, i'd like to thank you for coming on and doing this show at uh, at 1 a.m. Eastern, by the way. We well, so I was taking the average you. value. I would. I, oh, I get what you were doing. It's average value versus doing the eight percent raises. That was the difference. Yeah, we're doing eight percent raises. Yeah. Okay. Look at our luxury tax situation next. Uh, yeah, it's non-existent. It's just this year. Uh, are you? There's sure? basically no possible way you can pay the tax next year. Got 16 million in cap space right now without Lyle's cap hold. If you move on from Paul Millsap. Let's just let's just make it three years, 19 million. That's close enough to what it was. We're looking at something different but that's fine no you're you guys, you're, uh, you're looking with... at paul Millsap has a team option for next year at 30 million which they're going to decline yeah oh i'm i'm counting the potential of that you yeah know? so then He's then got they got 16 million in cap space uh and they're not gonna have their draft pick now either probably all right so three for 20 you got it or not not taking a penny less than that it, like I, I need that round number to convince my client any extension for well, less three... than 20 million is just a joke
joke at this point. Well, the round number I was willing to round up to was 19. Because it, it's eight. I, Danny is with me now. The math is it's 18.8. Well, congratulations for getting so a I podcast through. has nothing to do with these negotiations to to agree with you. 20 million is, is the offer. Yes or no? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel that was above what I, I wrote oh, down. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the fact, like, <laughs> Feldman, he's always going to write something down. It's the Spurs with like, oh, I'm going to write down these offers in my notebook. There's, like, Feldman has this belief that when he writes something down, it somehow gives us this inviolable quality that everyone <laughs> else must respect it somehow. Uh, Devin Booker, Phoenix Suns, already signed to the max five years. Campaign, Chicago Bulls. Uh, I'm clearly your backup point guard of the future here, Bulls. Uh, would you like to pay me like one? Uh, I, I would do a Are deal. You interested? Yeah, go ahead. Are you interested in that minimum type of offer? Guaranteed minimum next year, you might be out of the league. Uh, let's move on to Kelly Oubre. <laughs> I'm sure you'll like this offer way more. With, with the Wizards. So it, this, uh, this is what I, I'm thinking on the background here. We actually talked about this the other day uh, on our offseason grades. That the Wizards, you guys have Otto Porter. You got John Wall coming on the books at $37 million, maybe even more than that next year with that designated player veteran extension you got brad beal making a max contract you got Otto porter making a max contract Otto porter is probably going to have to get traded out of that group and if that happens you're really going to need me i'm gonna have to be your starting small forward and you're you're not going to feel comfortable moving on from porter if you don't already have me under contract so i i know that that's the background here i'm i am treating myself and also you just look at how good the units have been you know in line ups with me playing at the four it's been excellent so i'm thinking of myself as a starter i'm looking for starter type of money you know, maybe not 20 million a year but you know right in that range a little bit below that but we know how valuable wing guys are three and d my shots coming around i can defend one through four especially in the east now without lebron james anymore yeah we're not as certain we're going to trade auto porter we paid the tax last year we'll pay it this year it looks like and so we need to maybe you're the guy we need to move uh we just drafted troy Brown. So you're not our only option on the wing, but we would do four years, 36 million. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to get to 15 million a year. Like, uh, otherwise, it's just there's no point in even talking here. Like, it, yeah, I don't think we're even close. No, it doesn't appear so. This one will be interesting. Speaking of not being close, oh Terry Rozier. Well, I don't know if you've heard the rumors, <laughs> Celtics, but Kyrie Irving is for sure going to be signing with the Knicks. Uh, as so many players before him, like LeBron James and uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. And, and uh, so just like those guys did, Kyrie Irving will clearly be gone for Boston. I was really good in the playoffs last year. You're going to need a starting point guard. So, you know, you're going to have to come with very solid starter money here. Uh, you know, I mean, you think of how many point guards are starting and getting paid in this league that I'm better than. We are very in tune with the restricted free agent process and how that affects demand. We we understand that there is a distinct chance that a team will be very interested in next year and if that money comes more power to you we'll figure it out we we can maybe we'll move you we'll talk to Kyrie see where he's going but the best offer that we're willing to make is we will do 16 million per season for three seasons four seasons or five seasons so if we're willing to be a little bit flexible yeah oh yeah for three or four that's right so we'll do three or four if you want to get out a little bit early we can do that but we will not go for a higher value than that because we'll tell you that part of the reason that we're doing this is because we think you're going to you know 
know, if Kyrie leaves, of course, you'd be our point guard of the future. But we need to have you on a contract. If we're committing now, it has to be a contract that is movable because our team is the next superpower in the you league. You sure know how to sweet and talk so, the guy, by the way. Well, so so that's that's the whole point here, though, is that we are not going to hamstring ourselves with any contracts. You just saw that with, with Marcus Smart. You can talk to Kelly Olynyk about how we handled it. He still got paid. Still got plenty of money from Miami. So if you want to try to get more money, if you don't think $16 million is enough for you, we will we will do what we can to keep you, but we will go through it. So that's that's the number. $16 million, three years, four years, take it or leave it. All right. How about this, Boston? Is your proposal $16 million for three or four years? Because otherwise, we're, we're probably not talking here. No, I, I think we might still be able to come to an agreement. If you can give me a, a $17 million a year, but have a 15% incentives based on starting 41 or more games per season. So if Kyrie Irving leaves and I become the starter, I'm protected. Or if I get traded and become the starter, I'm protected. But well, as as a clarification here, are you saying on top of that 17 million? Yeah. Or are you saying as a part right. of that 17 on million? On top of that 17 million. Oh, then no, we're not, we're not, no. Okay. If you were to say if you were to say that it's a part of it that you were gonna put that incentive in, then yeah, we would have a conversation. But if you want it on top, no way. Dan, uh, did you like write something down in a notebook somewhere that's like a higher number than this that I could use? Uh all right. Well, uh, I mean here here's the difference. So you you know, you brought up Olenek and I think the you know the Celtics are not gonna be using cap space. And there are a ton of teams out there that need point guards. Because think think about how many point guards are free agent next summer. And many of the Yeah, and think about how teams are gonna be interested in a lot of the guys that are unrestricted before they're interested in Terry Rozier when they know that we're gonna match any reasonable offer. Maybe you won't though. If you bring back Kyrie Irving, then you're not going. And we'll see if they're still scared. So we we can, we have rich owners, we can pay it. So if you want to roll the dice on that, we're we're telling you what our number is. You can take it, you cannot take it, but our number is not going up. We're not we're not committing to an offer that is unreasonable, just like we didn't with Marcus Smart. He ended up maybe in a place that we were going to be that like like we ended up in a place that we negotiated before, but we are not going over that number. Yeah, I mean, it, and uh, you know, I, I thought that my offer was very reasonable. Uh, I don't think there's any way Rozier even would take my offer in real life. So uh, I guess we don't have a deal then. I, I thought I came in close enough to your number and could find a way that would with the incentives that would make it palatable, but uh, I guess not. Let's uh, let's move on here then. Sam Decker with the Cavs hasn't played a game for them yet. Uh, guessing you don't have a ton here, Cavs. Correct. Okay. Yeah, we want we want to see you play. Yeah. I mean that that's the downside here. We, we we might be willing to bring you back, but we value the restricted. Also, having that cap hold isn't a big deal for us. If you're worth it, then we'll keep anything like that. So yeah, we we don't have an offer for you, but you know if you play well, then we can bring you back. Jerry and Grant, who's just salary dumped to the Magic, don't think we're going to get anywhere there. Uh, you can correct me if I if I'm wrong there, Dan. Uh, and then the Toronto Raptors, uh, Delon Wright. This is a, a pretty interesting one here, especially with uh, Kyle Lowry only having one year left on his deal after this one. Still got Fred Van Vliet, but he only has one year left on his deal. He'll be unrestricted after that. So could very easily be in a situation where you, know, you need to lock at least someone up as a point guard beyond next year. We get that idea and we would, and we fully intend to have you as a part of the future unless a team gives you starter money. But committing to that now is very different from committing to it in a year when we know whether Kawhi is staying or coming or leaving, whether Danny Green is staying or leaving. So what we think is a totally fair offer is three years, 21 million. That gives you like low end, but still reliable backup money. That's life changing. You were drafted in the second half of the first round and three years. And we think three years is more desirable for you than four because that gets you out on the market a little bit earlier 
earlier. You went to college for a few years. So we think that's it's a reasonable number and a reasonable term. And that lines up a little bit more closely with our other guys. So uh, again, that's three years, 21 million. Is that what you said? That is correct. Three years, 21 million. Yeah, I mean, that's no good because usually these deals are based on, okay, well, maybe you haven't shown a lot yet, but you're we're hoping you're going to develop into that guy. And that's why you should take a discount. But here, first of all, Wright was an older rookie when he was drafted. He'd be 27 next summer already. So this is his one chance to get out there. And he's already playing at like a, a lower end starter type of level. You know, he's playing at a level of like the 20th, 25th best point guard in the league now. So, I mean, really, he should be paid like the high end backup that he is. Three years, 21 million is not enough there. He probably also would be interested in in a four-year deal at age 27. So, no, I mean, I think it's it's got to be over $10 million a year. Yeah, we're not committing $40 million to somebody who doesn't have a, a clear path to starters. You could get there eventually. Maybe you earn that in a year, but making that commitment for us right now with the lack of information that we have, that's too much for us to, to bear. I understand why you want that, but we just can't go that high. Okay, next up, uh, Justin Anderson with the Hawks. Uh, again, just basically got traded there for, for just about nothing. So uh, I don't think we're going to get anywhere there, Hawks, but you can, unless you have some awesome offer for me that I'm not anticipating. Nope, that's about that's about where we are. Okay, next up here, Bobby Portis with the Bulls. A, a very underrated offensive season last year, by the way. Uh, Bulls, what do you got here? You know, it seems like backup big men are getting offered about $4 million a year on these extensions, so we would do three years, $12 million. Yeah, no. I, again, I mean, this, this is one of those ones where, especially with the Bulls cap space. Now, it is worth noting, though, here, Bulls, you're talking about using cap space next year. My cap hold is $7.4 million. I'll tell you what, I, Julius Aaron Mintz did this same offer. If you wanted to do four years for me, starting at my cap hold of seven point four million with eight uh, percent annual raises, I would do that. But I can't go any lower than that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like we're on the same page. We do three years, fifteen million as our best offer. Okay, yeah, we we are not close. Uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson with the Nets, same issue, somewhat as D'Angelo Russell, where the Nets are trying to use cap space. But my cap hold is a little bit smaller. But I, I've been starting for two years here, basically Nets at the four defense. Defensively, uh, I'm a modern player. The advanced stats have always liked what I have brought, uh, but I, I understand your need to uh, preserve cap space. $7.4 million cap hold. I, th- I think, though, we would have to start a little bit higher than that. Uh, you know, I think uh, I'm pretty similar to a Justice Winslow, pretty similar to a, a Andre Robertson, that archetype of player. So that's the type of range I'm talking about here. I don't want to get into specifics yet, but you know, can you get to that type of a range, Nets, or, or should we just not? even bother here no i like that you brought up the andre robertson comp that's the one we had in mind you know we think he's a little further along than you uh better defensively better player so look at you as a i don't know if we put it in these terms directly to your face but a poor man's andre robertson he got 10 million a year so we'd offer you four years 36 million yeah you know i don't think i can do it it's got to be over 10 million a year 440 that's 10 we do that we'll do 440 why don't you just tell us what you have written down in your notebook dan nah (laughs) (laughs) we would do 440 though well so what was justice winslow's deal 40 four years 48 million 42 million dollar base i mean i've been playing a lot more than justice winslow uh yeah but you were the number 23 pick and four years three years later we can't get over that difference mm, that completely meaningless difference uh <laughs> give me the justice winslow deal i've been playing more than him i think i'm better than justice winslow i'm definitely even more left-handed than he is <laughs> you are more left-handed I-, I think 440 is very fair you sound 
like you're actually going to begrudgingly take it. God. I think there's a market for players like me still. Uh, as a, a modern player, you know, we'll forget the whole shooting thing. Although I'm a good mid-range shooter. All right, fine. 442. <laughs> that seems reasonable. You know, Tony Snell is, is in that range. Uh, so I I think that's about right. And, you know, there might, it might be a more expansive market next summer. I don't think anyone really quite knows how expansive and where that's going to go. But, you know, th- these seem like reasonable with some of the comparables that we've had in, in the last couple of years. Robertson, you know, I, I, I anticipate this 2019 market will be pretty similar to 2017. So, I, yeah, it is a little higher cap, but not that much. So I, I think these are okay offers. Do they get, is it realistic? Eh, maybe, I don't know. But it's, uh, I think that's actually pretty decent for Rondé to 10 million a year, a little more over that. I'm surprised Dan went that high. I yeah. mean, Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's incentives are really complicated because of their, you know, their unusual circumstance. Like, so you, with Rondé, you kind of want to go a little bit like on that range or not do it at all because then you can play the game a little bit more just depending on whether they are sure that he's like a player in their future or not. I'm a little lower on him, I think, than you guys. But that if if you felt more strongly, more positively about Rondé, this is about the number that it would well, be. Well, and so that that would start at 9.4 million. So you're only costing yourself 2 million in cap space. That's well, yeah, that's what bad. I'm saying. But if you think he's worth that amount of space, if you're not sure, if you're thinking there's a possibility he's like a $6 million guy, then you don't make this kind of deal in the first place because then there's a chance that you might withdraw the qualifying yeah. offer. Yeah, and you like might that. just renounce it. But I think I think also with right. it's a little easier to do this now with Russell, you know, not coming to an agreement there because you know, you're still going to have a lot of a lot of space to maneuver if you're the Mets. And I mean, and, and in this day and age, if nine million dollars is really going to make that big of a difference, you can get off of that money if you really have guys who are going to be interested. You, you know, I don't, I don't think that that's you know that's like getting off of four million dollars money back in the day. So it's not. I don't think it's really that difficult. I mean, you're talking about the difference between 50 and 56 million dollars in space uh you know they could move joe harris they could move uh they might also might not have that denver pick which would open up some more space they do actually have their own first amazingly there's uh alan crab who they could maybe move one thing they cannot move is the 5.5 million they still owe to darren williams (laughs) after stretching him this year oh baby uh tyus jones with the wolves you know i mean to be honest i've just been jacked around so much unless you can really make me a great offer wolves you know you do have jeff teague with a player option for next year so it might behoove you to get me under contract but you know i i'm uh it's gonna take very very solid backup money here you know so again i don't want to get into the specifics but you know we all have an idea of what that is if you can't go there wolves i I think we don't have anything to talk about i don't think we do either there's just too much uncertainty with us and i mean if we're pushing we don't want to have that commitment be be sticking us in the cross especially considering you're going to be one of our point backup point guards so we, we have that whole circumstance so i just don't think there's a deal to be made here even though we'd like to have you long term assuming the circumstances work out jerrell martin with the magic uh magic are you willing to offer that one year guaranteed at the, at the minimum with another year non-guaranteed with two years not guaranteed for you yep <laughs> two years not guaranteed uh, I mean, you're probably going to be out of the league next year. So you actually, you actually would offer that though, one guaranteed. Uh, yep. I don't I, like, you know, I wouldn't say this allowed in negotiation for the Magic. I don't think it's going to work out, but it's such a low cost gamble that I think it's worth the risk. No, nah, I mean, at that point, it's like you, you might want to just go play in Europe or something. I, I, I think. Uh, so if you could give me some like partial guarantees on on that second year or something like that, 
uh what if we took off that third mm. could be a historic contract you could forever be known like as the first <sighs> we all know uh how mike jones was the first two-way player to be good you could be the first player on this type of contract so yeah so that would be fifth year veterans minimum so that's gonna be like 1.8 1.9 million guaranteed and and they actually the magic wouldn't get any relief from the league because it'd be a two-year agreement um shit why not i'll do that what 1.8 million guaranteed absolutely just, just throwing this uh thinking about it if, if we put it made that second year a team option would we get the relief or still no no i don't believe so no it has to be a, it has to be a straight one-year contract yes, that's right yeah so that's fine. wow uh, this would never have the magic would never even make this offer i'm pretty sure uh but hey you know you can at least uh pete delisandro in uh in orlando doing things with the cap all right nikola militinov still has not been seen stateside number 26 to the spurs we also by the way skipped over rashad vaughn who uh had his third year option decline isn't that right bucks here did he have his third year option decline or was it his fourth year i think it was his fourth yeah he just got waived way earlier after getting traded yeah i think yeah i think that's what happened uh all right so let's get to larry nance jr the centerpiece of the huge trade that propelled the cleveland cavaliers to the nba finals last year <laughs> Cavs not really in the cap space derby so my cap hole probably doesn't matter here uh but you know you said that i'm i'm a centerpiece we are you already got kevin love locked up you know i could be your center of the future you get your long-term front court locked in here Cavs. yeah long term so i would like to note that you're almost as old as kevin love you're 25 uh, so we'll offer you three years 33 million this is another one that i would totally take if it were up to me but i i don't think we can we can do it uh i can't do it with my client i know that you guys you guys think of how much you guys traded for me you traded a first round pick and you took on two years of jordan clarkson salary just to get me we wanted jordan clarkson he was part of the positive return we'll still have him to show for it yes i think last year's playoffs made that clear uh <laughs> well if we're basing on last year's playoffs i'm not sure we should be offering you that much no i i, I think i'll tell you well I, I was struggling with a hamstring injury as well um so i it wasn't my usual explosive self at your old age are you sure you can get back to that all right i i'll tell you what i <laughs> i was i was hoping for 15 million a year i'm willing to compromise at 13 and a half million per season that would be uh four years 54 million dollars so we're just gonna keep this in the in the range of three years because you're so old and so what would that be i would try to do the math of how much that would be at three years but yeah, it's 136 now i couldn't do it at 106 so it's it's so, 13 and a so half as million a, as a year we're not doing the like oh what would it be if you got the raises and you take off the fourth year like 13 yeah. and a half million a year would be where so, we'd be here so i wrote down for my max 340 and that'd be 340 and a half so let's just do the 340 you like round numbers three years 40 million mason plumley money baby all right i'll do it great <laughs> this was actually one that we changed the assignment because i knew that dan would get closer to an actual number than i would because i wouldn't have offered anything close to this oh yeah i didn't notice that, that you guys did that uh yeah i i did it because i i thought this was about where a theoretical arrangement would be and i i just couldn't handle it i'm as nate knows i'm not a believer in larry nance all right so the last three picks of the round rj hunter chris mccullough kevon looney all had their options declined looney is back with the warriors uh but this is really the first year now that we've had a chance i guess we could have done it last year too but i didn't think of it where we have three extension candidates here who were second round picks and 
are ending their contracts. They will be restricted free agents here, but as we saw with Josh Richardson, Norman Powell a year ago, there is some room here. The maximum that these guys could be offered, what it is, is it starts at 120% of this year's estimated average player salary, and then you can go four years off of that. This is just for reference here, uh, but that number, I have it as four years, 47.5 million. It would start at 10.6 million. It's kind of in my hands here as the player agent with Malcolm Brogdon. You know, Bucks, I assume you would be willing to offer me the absolute maximum amount that you can, that Josh Richardson. Well, so it'd be about 12 million a year overall, but obviously with a smaller cap hit in the first year. We'd rather go a little bit lower, but for the sake of Dan Feldman's sanity, yeah, that's fine. So uh, trying to decide whether uh, as Malcolm Brogdon, I would want to do it. There is a very interesting point guard market just just so we can go through it here here are the point guards who are on the market for next year although the fact i can play the two a little bit helps Kyrie irving kemba walker eric bledsoe gordon Dragic is a player option ricky rubio jeff teague is a player option and then d'angelo russell tyus jones delon wright terry rozier and then brogdon as well i mean so those are probably all of your uh jeremy lynn spencer dinwiddie so there is a little bit of concern that i could get lost in the wayside here bucks what is your cap situation look like for next year i've got you at about 24 million in room without the cap hold of chris middleton yeah that's about that's about where i have it as well and we may or may not have our own first round pick this year depending on how well i'm thinking that we will not have our pick this year that we will send it to the phoenix suns so yeah something something in that range chris middleton is almost definitely going to get a raise presumably earth Bledsoe will get a raise too depending on if those guys want to come back so like i don't expect us to be a salary cap team because being a cap team would mean those guys are both leaving we don't expect that to happen and at that point Henson Delvadova those type of deals are we can get out from under them if we have to so that's why I think we would make this offer but we wouldn't have really I don't think we would have really gone over that number even if we had the ability to so we wouldn't have much flexibility but we probably weren't going to in the first place so do you happen to know that I'm the rookie of the year by the way just uh, just a mere two years ago did, did were you aware of that I think we we're hanging a banner for it in the new arena <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to be 26. I'll tell you what. My only concern is to be almost 30 years old by the time I get off this contract. And I may not be in position for another payday. So if you could give me a three plus one starting at that number, you know, I, I think that would be a fair deal. That could assuage my concern. We're not looking for, for that. I mean, this was already pushing towards our limit. But the only way we would do it is if we put in some injury protections on that last year. Because if, if the way that you picked up that option was because you were hurt so we could if we could set some like playing thresholds like if you played x number of minutes or well there's there's no way to do that unfortunately uh to make that last year partially guaranteed if if it's if it's an option yeah because the option year has to be the same oh that's right the the same guarantee percentage so then we so then we won't we won't do that we won't do that then because we you know there's a possibility you'll get an an offer like this on the market but if you're not willing to take the four years because then that we're still taking on a lot of risk we're taking on the the possibility that your market's gonna get there so we don't we're not willing to accept the three plus one you could take four you can wait out a year well and it's very interesting with the bucks i mean it, it seems like just as just as an aside here you know tim bontemps was talking about he wrote an article last winter saying that they really were hoping to get into the 2019 cap space survey now there are a lot of teams and a lot of sexier markets there the bucks could have a great season but it seems like with that ursan Ilyasova contract adding seven million there chris milton's cap hold is 19 you mentioned blood so as well 
if they were trying to use cap space brogdon's cap hold is the minimum and they could still have full bird rights on it so if they're trying to use cap space you wouldn't want to necessarily do that extension because you could always just sign a bunch of guys and then you could pay him whatever you wanted in theory though obviously the bucks uh, are in perpetually terrified of the luxury tax and there's also the fact uh, that you could maybe move on from Del Vadova and Henson who are making a combined 20 million next year but it would be in the last year of their deals so so you could open up some more space I mean it would be possible for them if they move on from Del Vadova and Henson and no Bledsoe or Middleton to get to 46 million in space uh but you know that'd probably require trading away a first round pick so but it really doesn't seem like they're going that way especially with this Ilyasova signing so it does make sense to extend Brogdon but no I I can't do it especially because you know you, you're going to be in a position where you have full bird rights on me next year I can't do it unless I get the player up I'm I'm a much more established player I've done much more than guys like Norm Powell and Josh Richardson had when they got this this extension so I think extracting that player option would be fair uh and if you can't do that I, I can't get my client to sign okay then we don't have a deal all right let's move on to Rashawn Holmes with the Suns just traded for me actually here Suns it doesn't look like you're gonna have a ton of cap space I'm in the same position here where I've got the minimum cap hold uh but you know it seems like you're bringing me in thinking I could be a backup center are you willing to offer me backup center money and an extension here we really value that you are available at a minimum cap hold for next year you're right that we don't have a ton of flexibility but we still do have some I think it's around 17 million as of now it depends on a few other factors in terms of like how where our pick is and everything else but we're not I mean we basically just got you for nothing I mean in terms of what the Philly Philly got nothing for you in the trade we did give up a second in a more complicated transaction but no we're we're not willing to do you know if it was something around the minimum because just as a value proposition for us but we're not going to give you in the four to five million range yet we don't even know what our center position is long term we just drafted a guy first overall we don't know what our need is so if you want something in the minimum area we can talk but if you want more than that then we'll just see what happens yeah i don't think that's going to cut it um andrew harrison with the grizzlies is our last one here amazingly enough harrison's a similar circumstance i mean we just signed shelvin mack so and javon carter who we drafted high in the second round so we would probably even be trying to get that sort of an agreement maybe with the idea not necessarily of trading like right away but maybe doing something else being another one of these minimum minimum type deal so we we but i'm not even completely sure that we would do that considering there's a chance we even cut you even though even though podcaster daniel rue thinks that would be stupid yeah i I don't think we we have much to talk about there either i'm surprised that broad the bucks weren't willing to do that player option i think they would do that in real life they had to as as an acknowledgement i just don't i I don't see the 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 upside like i mean brogdon to me has never been like this unambiguous like starter type guy i mean he was the rookie of the year in that super weird class but i i don't think you're gonna be sitting there seeing going oh my god malcolm brogdon got 40 got four years 80 million and so if those kind of offers aren't there you know maybe he gets 14 or something like that but the flexibility of not having the commitment i think is value once you get to that point having the possibility of the downside risk is it made it made it to me a better play to just play a little bit of hardball yeah i mean i i think he's just kind of considered to be more important like the bucks probably value him more especially perhaps due to that rookie of the year thing than you or i would i mean i i would have been similarly loath to do it uh, what do you think on that one dan you think if you were brogdon's agent would you have taken that offer with no player option maybe i mean it's close that rookie of the year shine does help and it you know went maybe a decent way in this negotiation with the bucks i i don't know who should maybe this is why it didn't get done i was surprised the deal didn't get done as close as it was but i can't say that either side should have backed down on it yeah it's because uh, it's just in one of those situations 
situations where it's like okay this is the most we can pay you and you're artificially depressed it's like it's just hard to take that deal as the player i mean if, especially as rookie of the year to be like right, i'm gonna take less than starter money here it seems kind of difficult especially just and especially given his age right if you were 24 i think you could think about it a little bit more or, or will be 24 uh instead it'll be 26 next season it's just like hey this is gonna be the only contract in my career like that's kind of hard to stomach you know so i i think that's why ultimately i think it for for me it didn't get done um so real quickly any uh overall observations from this process i think more deals got done than will happen in real life i think that i think it's going to be these sticky things of the teams attaching themselves to 27 to 2018 offseason stuff and the players being like oh this is an aberration and just not getting to some of the deals especially like the justice winslow one that you guys got to maybe miles turner's in that same boat too i do wonder if players i do think you're definitely right about teams that they're going to look at 2017 and somewhat 2018 and, and say like oh, this money isn't there i wonder if players are going to this doesn't matter because it gets to a similar point but are they going to be looking at like 2020 and beyond or are they going to be looking at 2016 when they're saying they're not getting paid enough yeah i, I don't know the answer to that I, I, but i mean so we had nine deals here including that groundbreaking Jarrell martin contract which would never happen i mean <laughs> so so outside of that one which one did you guys think was like the most unrealistic i would probably say the trey lyles three years 20 million i would say porzingis taking less than the max yeah you, th- you think I, though, got, I got worked on that one well no i think you just had to you 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 were more risk averse than i think he is yeah especially I'll maybe say you Stanley can say Johnson. Because, uh, sorry what was that dan oh oh go ahead go ahead and I, I was gonna say also i think because he's really had his ups and downs with the knicks organization too you know so where if it's not going to be the max it's very easy it's like hey you know maybe there's a way to get out of here uh even though you know so few restrict free agents who are actually any good do i was gonna say for least realistic uh stanley johnson i just you know he's he's been a highly touted guy uh in high school and college the high draft pick i just don't think he would settle for that even if he should yeah I, I, the ronde one you know, that's another one where maybe just they're so fixated on the cap space they just don't know if he can really be you know a guy who's going to make a difference for them justice winslow might actually have been you know uh, and miles turner were the ones that i thought maybe were unrealistically low i mean I, by my nature i mean i i tried to do more what the player would do but it's it's hard for me to conceal my own biases which is like it's pretty damn good to get 80 million now and does it really matter if you could have had 95 million when you can consider the potential injury risk or the potential market risk especially a position like center i mean that was the biggest thing with turner that really ultimately cowed me was just the overall center market well yeah i was thinking about just for fun offering making the original offer four for 40 and just seeing what happened and i'm like ah just every offer to a center was just the use of nurkic offer well that yeah pretty much i i, I considered that for a, for a second but with, with turner it's it's an interesting case because there are always going to be centers on the market but i'm i don't think they're really going to be centers on the market like him so i valued him more as a unique commodity than some of these other options that are on the table and especially when you look at how the pacers offense thrived last year a lot of that was due to having somebody like him out there so i actually treated him differently just like i would have treated clint capella differently because i love clint capella well thanks again guys this was a, a lot of fun i i appreciate y'all coming on especially dan as it's now uh almost 2 a.m on the east coast we, we always appreciate having you on uh uh, hey Dan, you want to record the Pistons preview? Uh, you know, in like eight hours tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, let's do it right now. <laughs>
Uh, I'll get back to you on that. It's been a bit of a long day for me. <laughs> but the, thanks again, guys. This was awesome. And uh, also, make sure you guys listen to the Real GM Radio that we actually recorded yesterday, a Central Division preview. I, I know in this podcast desert that is August, uh, it's always good to have some content to listen to. Actually, another thing you can do too is we've got a bunch of evergreen pods on Stitcher Premium, which uh, Danny and I have been recording, really going back to, we've got seven or eight of those. So if you want to subscribe and listen to our archive, it should still be relevant. We did some really interesting ones like what injuries changed NBA history. Uh, we did a retrospective of game six of the 2013 finals. We did NBA owner rankings. We got some pretty interesting ones in there. A, a few people have, have told me they finally subscribed during the, this podcast desert and, and, and we're really enjoying those. So uh, check those out. And uh, on our Patreon as well, we'll be posting uh, all of this stuff in case you missed it, an agreement or two here. But uh, all right, thanks a lot for joining us guys and we will talk to y'all next time till then